time to talk a little bit about today's trade and just the market environment overall. We've got about 26 minutes left uh, to wrap up the day and the week. Uh, our next guest, as I teased, he says retail isn't dead, it's just drunk. Let's get more on that. Jamie Cox is managing partner at Harris Financial Group. Roughly $650 million in assets under management on the phone from Richmond, Virginia. First up, though, Jamie, uh, I think I saw Eric Baljunas, who follows the ETF world, just talking about the continued massive flows into passive funds. How many of your investors come in and they say, that's where I want to be? Well, not many people come in and say they want passive investments. And one of the things that I tell people is that you can get passive products and then have someone actively manage them for you, or you can buy actively managed products. So it's sort of a misnomer to say that people are you know, buying passive because they just want to buy and hold. They buy the passive products because they're inexpensive and easy to explain and understand. And so that's why we see this massive shift uh, to passively managed products, but it's primarily in the exchange-traded fund world, not as much on the fund side. Do you uh, think... People are really, really gravitating to those ETFs. Well, that's, yeah, absolutely. Do you think it's a good thing? Well, I, I think the jury is still out on it. I think from a pricing perspective, it's really good. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, fee reduction for consumers by using exchange-traded funds. But there's another side to it where there's higher activity. So to the extent people use those products just to get the lower cost and then apply the same buy-and-hold principles to them, I think that and not, and not make the mistakes of – trading them too often and ru- and ruining the return profile of those passively managed products, I think that in that particular case, it's a great thing for consumers. But if you do the opposite and over-trade them, you may, in fact, actually do yourself more harm than if you just buy and held either an actively managed mutual fund or a passively managed one as well. All right. I want to talk about what I've been teasing, and that is um, some notes you said over, and you say retail isn't dead, it's just drunk. You're talking about the retail sector, but you're really looking into, I guess, restaurants, correct? Yes. If you look at retail sales data, there's a subsector of it that talks about restaurants and even another sector that is drinking places in particular, talking about craft breweries or alcoholic beverage consumption. And over the past 12 months, the amount of consumption uh, in these particular establishments is up double digits. And if you're, investor, if you're an investor looking at, in a, at a sector or two that has the potential you know, um, tailwinds, those particular sectors like uh, a- alcoholic beverages in particular could see a lot of revenue growth. And that will lead to, in my belief, a lot of M&A activity. So if you're a, an owner of Coca-Cola, for example, they're probably going to be an acquirer of some of these organizations, or you could see MBEV buying some craft breweries. That's the type of activity that I think that that particular sales profile suggests. And that doesn't happen very often. Um, and, and, and what's neat about the drinking places data is that it doesn't – people, when they go out and, and get drinks, they're not as price-sensitive as the, when they buy alcoholic beverages in a grocery store, for example. It's true. So yeah. there's a lot more mileage there than there would be otherwise. Right. Hey, listen, I, you know, there was a headline that crossed uh, the Bloomberg ta- uh, terminal just moments ago. Charlie Pellet mentioned it. Uh, President Trump saying the Fed chair decision coming in two to three weeks. Does it matter to you – and you're thinking about the market environment, does it matter to your clients who is sitting at the top at the Federal Reserve? I I don't think it matters that much, uh, in particular because I think the Fed policy is sort of locked in place. 
I think Chair Yellen has done a very good job of of sort of setting market expectations in such a good way that whoever comes in is unlikely to make a dramatic change to the tapering profile, for example. So I think in the in the first year or two, I don't think it would matter too much. I think it would matter more when decisions would have to be made if there was a tick up in inflation. Because right now, with inflation rate really low, uh, slow and steady rate increases are not likely to change the profile of the economy in the short run. So I, I don't think it matters too much who chairs. Uh, you were talking about um, ETFs and flows into that, uh, the passive world, if you will. If I take a look at uh, the Spider Bloomberg Barclays high-yield bond ETF, it's up about 2.4% so far this year. Uh, you have some thoughts on high-yield, which has been kind of bouncing around this year a little bit. Yes, high-yield has, has been a sector that operates a lot like stocks. So when markets are up, you know, high yield tends to uh, go up alongside it. But my view is that high yield bonds are extremely expensive, and and take rates away from the equation just for ex- just for a second, and just look at the credit quality of the issuers that you would that you're probably not taking as much um, view of the credit risk in, in inside of the companies inside of these particular products as you should be. And people are paying way too much for the risk that they're taking on. Jamie, we got to run. Thank you so much, though, for your thoughts here. Jamie Cox, managing partner at Harris Financial Group, joining us on the phone.